Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. If you can find the time to explore the mind of a stripper, then you can find the time to spend with your actual family. Prime time with Isaac and Sue. Damn, what they on? All steroids and no carbs? They're the thick ass kids. This is Prime Time. We're not like you. We're growing up. Your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Here are Isaac Ropp and Jason Sekanik with Primetime on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what it do? Ahoy! What's up? That hey. was an interesting move by you. What? Well, you turned on your mic to snort, Yeah, and then you turned it off. I know. I thought well, that was great. I turned on my mic. I got a little bit of the sniffly sniffles going uh, on right now. It was a nice little addition to the open there. Yeah, so I turned on my mic because I was going to talk, and then I realized, oh boy, like that's happening. So then I had to turn it off in case there was another one. Yeah. So Another one! Another one. So if you hear a little... Today, yeah, I got a little, uh, I got the sniffles. I got the sniffles. My uh, my damn special lady friend, she got me sick, I think. She's not feeling well, and of course, I did the standard stay away from me. Yeah, she won't let that happen. I think she just, like, while I sleep, I think she, like, lords over me and breathes on me. Just, like, spits in my mouth and is like, let's do this. If I've got it, you've got it. Yeah, because if she's down... She wants you down too. She's not really. My wife's not like that. She's not really down though. She's has same. My wife's thing. a good person. She's got a little bit of a. Well, she's not. She's uh, she's horrible. You but guys so are perfect am I, for each and other. It, it works. Yeah, yes, that's nice. Nice little right. couple. Yeah, you know, neither one. Uh, you know, we're both uh, fans of uh, poor life choices. I mean, see, being with me, you know, and clearly no yeah. one else can stand either one of us. So let's go. All right. Yeah. Well, welcome back. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like the premise of the sitcom. You're the worst if you've never seen it. You're the worst. I've not seen Two it. people who are the worst, and they no one can stand them, so they're oh. perfect for each other. Yeah, John Prine wrote a song about that, so yeah, it works, mm. you know. Well, how was everyone's commute on Wednesday <laughs> when we last talked to you yeah. all? I tried to, Power I tried who, to extend, well... You, who had the worst of it? I had the best of it. I think I had the best of it. You didn't. You didn't make it home. I made uh, it home. Exactly. I didn't need to be home. I had a sick, yeah. I got a sick special lady friend. All right, so I, I got home in like two hours. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. That a lot of people had it way worse than that. I got to a bar in a buddy's house in about an hour and fifteen, <laughs> but never went home. I never went home, and it only took me an hour and twenty minutes to get home the second time I tried, <laughs> and that ended up being about eleven fifty at night after leaving here. Damn! On the second attempt at about ten thirty. So you had you had roughly a five hour commute in total. Yes and no. I mean, I, I tried to go out there. I made it less than a mile in an hour and 15 minutes, so I just came back here, and then I just kept watching the various uh, ODOT trackers and GPS trackers and news trackers, and finally a road opened up for me. But basically, all roads west to Beaverton were essentially closed until about 10.30, or stopped like a... Yeah, 20, everything out that way, 
was the worst of it, it sounds like. Well, getting over either the, the bridges if you're getting into Washington. That I, was as bad? I knew some people that worked in Portland or just outside, and they said somewhere in the neighborhood of seven to seven and a half hours oh my God. to get over the bridges. I mean, because we looked... Um, I punted early on and was like, this is stupid. I'm just going to get to my buddy's house. And he lives over off a division. And so I figured, because I I did this before with my brother, the last time we had a big snowstorm is I just waited it out at a a bar. And then once everyone's off the road, you can kind of ham and egg your way home, 20 miles an hour in the middle of the freeway, no big deal. So I looked at about 1130, 11, 1130 at night. And both of the the I-5 and the 205 bridges were just dark maroon red. And the live camera, no one was moving. I was like, well, that's the end of my night. And I just yeah. I gave up and just That's not there. terrible. So I, I don't know. It's it's kind of between you and me yeah. who had the best of it. Buckley had the worst. Well, that sucks. I, you know what's funny is, you know when I decided to punt? When I so I was driving down, originally I, I left here and they said 405 is not. We're right by the 405, which is how I go home. 405, I-5 North, home. And it didn't even, maps didn't even give me the option to go on 405. Mm. So I kept trying to click on it and Google was like, no, you're not doing that. So I was like, fine. So I was like, great, we'll just go right over here and we'll take, you know, we'll take the first bridge with a Broadway bridge, right? We'll just take that over. And I sat at the Broadway bridge trying to turn off like third and Broadway. I sat there for about 15 minutes. I didn't move a single inch. And I was like, okay. So then I went down to the next bridge. Waited there for about 15 minutes, didn't move an inch. And I was like, this is insane. And then I drove by uh, Diamonds and the Golden Dragon. And I was like, well, I've got some time to kill. When I realized that the strip clubs and the Chinese restaurants were both closed, I knew I was done. Yeah, those don't shut for anything. And when they were shut, I realized. That's when you panicked. I panicked. I was like, what am I supposed to do? I called my buddy. I said, hey. Find a warm bed. Yeah, and so he went on, and uh, and he was doing, like, real-time traffic, and he guided me. The key was the Hawthorne. No one was getting on the Hawthorne because you really can't get on the I-5 from there. Mm. So once I made it down to the Hawthorne and across, that ah, was easy peasy. Then it was just kind of slow and steady to his place. Everyone was trying to get on the freeways. Huh? Everyone There's was trying to get on the freeway. Out. I mean, it was... I thought by then, I thought at some point, everyone that needed to be somewhere would have. No, dude, it was, it was crazy. Yeah, it was really hard to get out of downtown. Yeah. Um, I had to backdoor my way to the house and finally did it. Only took, I mean, you know, two hours isn't too bad, but I just have a question. Two hours for like a 12-minute commute, though. <laughs> yeah. No, I. And, but look, it could have been a lot worse. There are people with worse stories. Like, who do you yeah. think has the worst story? Well, like, the worst one from the fan is definitely Jeff Rust. It's not yeah. me. Rust, it took five hours to get home? He left here at 3.35 after finishing with Danny and Dusty, and he was still not home when we got off the air at 7 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah, he was four and a half <laughs> hours for him. Well, I felt bad because, like, Buck reached out and was like, did any of you make it home? And when he told us that he turned around, I, like, at that point I was eating wine-soaked chicken, and I was like, buddy, get over here. Yeah, I wasn't I was... looking for an invite. I was just checking out everyone's statuses, but uh, yeah. it was quite the offer. I was like, get on over here, man. We're having a great time. Let's go. But Buck, uh, he's too good. He's too good for me and my... Well, he was trying to get home to his little son. Yeah, that's true. Well, and when I found out, Suk, you were still in Portland at like 2 o'clock the next afternoon, I was like, that's why I went home last night. Yeah. If you can get home, get home. Yeah. Now... Not if it's going to take me seven hours to get home. No, no. No. Well, but you don't know that, though. Yeah. Like you could have gotten on the road and seen what what had happened, or like see, like give true. it a shot. Yeah, you well, know. Again, but, but you also never know because I, when I was going home, I was kind of winging it because GPS wasn't working. Yeah. So, you know, you go down 
you know, you go where it's like, okay, maybe I'm going to go down here. And then you see that that's not okay. And then you, so it's a total crapshoot. Whatever yeah. you decide to yeah. do, yeah. you think is a good idea, yeah. but you have no idea until you get there whether it is or not. Yeah. Well, I luckily got, I got pretty lucky. My godsend was I had, I had my buddy who was on his computer and was like traffic camming it for me. He was like, no. Steel bridge is no go. Divert, divert. Well, I mean, you had, had a reel like, like in Top Gun. I Goose. did. I did. Goose was guiding me, and he did. He, how did he? How did he do that? Like, I feel like GPS wasn't working. No, really. no, he wasn't GPS. He was, was he doing like real time like traffic cameras and like was looking at oh. like on on because he was at his computer up. He wasn't GPS in it. He was looking at the real time reports and there's traffic cams and he was able to. He kept me. Because if if I would have made one of those turns to get onto one of the bridges, you're one, stuck. You're stuck. Yeah. And here's let me just say this. Say it to the to the. Uh oh, here it comes. Sons of bitches. How well, about we're this? nine minutes in before bitching about people, so that's yeah. good. This is mine. I so, have I have one too. Yeah. So any road that was turning from the Morrison to the Broadway to the Steel, whatever, right? You're trying to turn to get onto the bridge. Okay. For four lights, you haven't seen one car get through. Not a single car. And yet jackass after jackass kept jamming themselves into the intersection. And then no one who was just trying to get down the road could then right. turn. The amount of horse ass that I saw from people that was doing nothing to benefit them, but was effing every single other person on the road who wasn't trying to get on the bridge was just trying to get down the road. Mm. To you, sir and mm. ma'am, let me say F. You. Yeah. Hallelujah to that. Because, look, it was a bad storm. Yes. They said it was the second biggest single snow event here since 1943. And we got caught with our pants down. We, we did, did, because they didn't expect it to be that bad, and it was slick in some spots. The other thing about Portland, too, to be fair, is we it's just, like, there's a lot of nooks and crannies around here. Yeah. Like, it's really... there are certain ramps that are Yeah, elevated. there are certain spots that are just death and and then you have people who have you know like say they just don't they have little cars that you know don't have four wheel drive or you know yep. i mean there's a lot of things that compound one another to make for what happened on wednesday night yeah that said i am 100% with you the the number of otherworldly baffling decisions by people that screw hundreds of people behind you thousands actually if you're on the freeway that's got to stop yes. like that that is i don't i don't know if people just lose their brains and they don't think because it's panic i really panicking, i think it's panic. panicking but you got to think yeah. you got to calm down you got to think because i had that where i was going never made it to i5 no so i was going around towards uh sort of Sort of down towards Barber and Under Armour, right? Because mm -hmm. I live in southwest Portland. And you're sitting there for a good hour, just sitting, yeah. creeping, maybe, yeah. you know, a couple feet every, you know, <laughs> just, it's just like, and you just, some old just, lady cross country skiing has lapped right. you 17 right. times. You're just, and you're resigned to it. Yeah. You're not, you're not yeah. pissed off. It's it like, is this is, is, it is what it is. So you're sitting there, but after about an hour, you get to close to the front of where it seems to be gridlocked. Yeah. And you realize that the only thing blocking all of these people backed up blocks and blocks and blocks and blocks into downtown is one moron yes. who for who is not stuck, no. but is just trying to get into the left two lanes, which aren't moving at all. They haven't moved. No. I'm trying to go around that, go to yes. the right, and go down towards Under Armour. This is, this is like my intersection And person. it's like, dude, what, what is this guy thinking? Yeah. Because you have screwed everybody behind Everyone. you. Everyone. 
and they don't know it and they're and you know nobody's you know you don't want to be a d but it's just obnoxious it's bad it's bad it's again it's much like i always say in any zombie apocalypse movie it's never the zombies that are the problem it's the survivors it's well, not it the, it's not the snow that gets you it's the people in the snow it was slick there were a ton of people out there was gridlock there were stalls there were wrecks it was not good but the idea that around here i've never seen anything like this and never heard of any other region that is like this where people just stop yeah. and get out of their cars and walk saw it i have never seen that in my life until i got here saw it a dozen times and i it still baffles me like are people people are leaving working cars right like they're not stuck well some of them are but i just mean of all the abandoned cars, how many of them were truly stuck, and how many of them were people that just freaked out and left? I think I think it's a lot of the latter. Because really that's do. unbelievable to mm-hmm. me. Although I, I'll say this: <laughs> if you're sitting and you haven't moved in five hours, I get why someone may hit the panic button. But you are right that it is fascinating how quickly people just say, "Well, I'm I'm, I'm out," and then once you leave your car, they realize that you have put a human piece of cholesterol in the freeway artery that can go nowhere. And chances are you just put yourself in a really dangerous spot if you're walking on a road, an icy road with a bunch of cars. It's not a real smart decision. That's the other thing is like if it were a normal day and let's say you ran out of gas or you had an accident, you're doing everything you can to get the car out of the way, right? Not in the snow. Not in the snow. No. Somehow when it's no. snowing, <laughs> it's, it's like, you know what? Right here is fine. That's why I always laugh. My joke is when anytime there's any event, I always say, well, it's time to panic and take to the streets because that's what people do. I think panic. Why? It, I, it's panic. I really think that people just lose their S and it's like, well, uh, why? I'm doing this. Why? What is so scary about it? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's just maybe slow you gotta, going. Maybe you got to take a dumper because that's, a you know. If you're sitting in traffic and, and you're uh, you're sliding into third and you're feeling something, yeah. Well, I had a uh, maybe that's a, maybe that's a panic situation. There was an 18 wheeler stuck in front of my house. Yeah, big ass truck. Yeah, he probably had to get off the freeway right and, and yeah. reroute. So he was out there and he was trying. I you know by the time I got home, I was just sitting there watching him trying to get out of there and he couldn't. And so he slept there overnight. And then I get out the next morning, and I'm walking little Molly Two Poops, who loves the snow, by the way. Oh, she yeah. thinks this is the greatest thing ever. And he sees me, and he gets out of his cab, and he comes over, and he goes, I got a poop. <laughs> Did you have sympathy? Well, of course. <laughs> well, that's a... Of course. A, I'm like, dude. I'm just saying it's Well, a, he didn't have to tell me that. What, yeah. he, what he could have said was, hey, could I use your restroom? And I'm yeah. like, no problem. Yeah. I don't need to know that you got a poop. <laughs> do what you do in there. I'm not watching you. Just yeah. uh, do your thing. But of course, I let him use the. He was a nice guy. I let him use the bathroom. He goes, "You have no idea what it's like to sleep all night having to poop." I'm like, "Well, I kind of do, but yeah. not tonight." <laughs> and uh, that's. I'm sorry that happened because the weed shop, which is across the street from my house, would not let him use their restroom. It's very disappointing. I thought that was awful. Yeah, I mean. It's one thing if you just get a dude that's wandering. I, I mean, I get it. You can't let everyone, but clearly in, in, in snow apocalypse, yes. you know, come on. We're helping people out. Exactly. And I would think a weed shop is like, I would think that's a friendly place, right? We're all mellowed out. Come on, come on in. No, I think they're a little frightened over there because, you know, yeah, I know. broken windows yeah, and people come after them yeah, all the time. I, I get it. You know, and they got cash in there. And, oh, yeah. yeah so we, it's like. Weed shops get robbed, I think, more than just about anything else. So I, I get their skepticism, but I mean, come on. It's a truck driver. You is can that, see his truck. Is out that there. like a Trojan uh, turd sort of situation where you're like, hey, I got a poop? And then, like, you go in there, and then next thing you know, you're like, and by the way, I'm robbing you. 
What if Oregon made a law that if you left your car, like if you abandon your car, yeah. it's finders keepers? Oh, I like that. What do you think about that? Like a squatter's rights type of deal? The, yeah. the problem is then you'd have snow raiders that would just go around and, and would be looking. Snow well, raiders, and then you have your next fine. reality TV series. That sounds awesome. Snow raiders, that's right. It's a <laughs> yeah. good, good name for it. But then you wouldn't abandon your car. You got some drone that's hovering around. It's like, hey, man, I got a really nice, I got, I got a really nice vehicle. Like I saw, and I'm not a huge Porsche guy, so I don't know like what. It was it was a I don't know 911 or whatever it was is a really nice Porsche and I couldn't believe that it was out there in the snow like that was I would think that's the last car that you would want to be in cruising around but I was like well I, I mean I guess maybe if that's the only thing you got but a little surprised but yeah I mean you know if they abandon that one I'm like oh, let's uh, let's go take that how do for we a feel spin. about um and maybe this is another seggy but uh, how do we feel about traffic director guy. Just uh, out of yeah. nowhere. Yeah, it happens. He kind of bothers me. Look, I get it. We, you know, you're just trying to help out. Yeah. And I saw two situations where we had guy hop out, like hero guy. Yeah. And one was good. He was he was he was doing something. He stopped me. I was the first in a long line that was trying to get around these stalled cars that were going up the other way, right? Yeah. But this guy gets out of his car and he stops me. I'm like, oh god, okay. You know, what do we got here? <laughs> Concerned citizen. Well, he he helped this other dude who was blocking the whole line of cars going the other way. He helped him get unstuck and then back down. I, I needed it was just two two lanes, right? So yeah. he had to back down my lane to get out of the way, and then that allowed the jam behind him to go up the hill. All right, so that guy, like directing traffic guy, right. I was like, dude, nice job. Right. Uh, at the same time, get back in your car and go home. Okay. <laughs> uh, the other one was some guy helping out a hot. Oh. And she knew, I mean, yeah. she was panicked and yeah. knew. Damsel in distress. Yeah. And I'm like, you are such a dude. He was, Get in your car, he was dude. Trying, yeah, there was a. You're not was, getting any. There was an objective there. God. And yeah. he's like, you know, he's like, hey, huh. slow down. Stop it. You know, he gives you the hand. Yeah. I'm like, dude, she's yeah. an idiot. Dude, push her car over to the side. <laughs> get her number. Get out of my way. Moron. I wonder if that guy scored. He did not, no. I can assure you, because I had to tail her ass all the way down to Barbara, and she didn't know what she was doing. Yeah, she tough. was causing all kinds yeah, of problems. It's, it's but tough, hey, he, he 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 stopped me to let her out in there into traffic. And there. when he retells that story, and when he retells that story, there will be a different ending to it. I yeah, promise you. Well, that was one night in snow. And then, and then he then he turns back to me, and he's like, "All right, all right, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, thanks, dude." So I had a Good Samaritan thing happen in front of me that almost uh, turned into a wreck. We were on a kind of a downhill in a windy Portland neighborhood just below 26 or just south of 26. I was trying to get around 26. And there's a guy in a pickup truck ahead of me, and he was weaving between two cars who had either spun into snowbanks on the side or something. It was kind of a narrow gap. And he parks his car, and he gets out to help someone who's trying to, like, dig out their tires. And I park my car, and then my car starts to slide towards his truck. And he's out of his truck, and I can't stop my car. So I'm just like, mm. I put my head out the window. I'm like, hey, man, you're going to have to hop back in your truck and then drive it because I'm going to hit your car. And he's like, oh, yeah, no problem. He hops back in, and we're uh, fine. But so I, he moved it. He moved it. I had about you know 30 yards before I would have run into him. But, uh, yeah, treachery. Mm. It was wild out there. I think we're past it, though. Hopefully. Seems it, although they're saying more snow coming. I know. I'm not going to screw around it. I'm just going home tonight. I was going to go out, and, and I'm like, nah, I'm just going to go home and park it. I'm not going anywhere. Well, if you need a car, there's a lot of them on the side <laughs> yes, of the street. Yes, there is. I'm going to go find a Snow good one. Snow Raiders. Yeah. I think we have a guest today, don't we? We do. Brady Henderson, ESPN Seattle, coming up. You are correct. I'm going to find out what's going on with Russell Wilson. Well, and Gino, too. We what do you mean? Well, I mean, what'd he do? <laughs> well, he played really well. He requests a trade? 
I don't think he did. He requests Pete Carroll be fired. Now, that would be something. Does Gino have that kind of clout? We'll find out. There was a big Russell Wilson article uh, released today by The Athletic. It's kind of interesting, and uh, we'll go we'll go get that scoop at uh, uh, four. <coughs> we have Lillard's, <laughs> excuse me, <coughs> Lillard's Tarmac Freestyle mm-hmm. today. You guys want to hear that? I've heard it. Oh, had, you have? Yeah, we had to bleep it, though. Yeah, you haven't heard of the clean Buckley version, though. Yeah, the Ryan Buckley remix. <laughs> I'm sure Dame is thrilled. <laughs> well, we got to play it for air. Come on. And Joey Harrington is today. Yeah. Suddenly, a lot going on in the program. I've also uh, put together Phil Knight trivia. Oh, yeah. Uh, happy 85th. It's his birthday today. So you will have to play Phil Knight trivia. And maybe Joey, too. See what he knows. Interesting. So uh, let's get started. Uh, we've got Cool Hot Russell Wilson Seahawks Broncos drama talk to kick it off. Yeah, that uh, Russ is Russ is causing problems. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Yeah. He had an office apparently yeah. in Denver. I don't have an office that causes problems. <laughs> it does. And you have only, a cubicle. I do, I don't even have a cube. I got nothing. Yeah, but you've kind of squatted at that one out there. That it's, is true. That's yours. I just do it. Put a, a picture. It's across from Buckley, so well, you know, cube raiders. <laughs> All right, let's get started with the Friday program on the fan. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, here's our poll question today. It is, uh, as always, brought to you by AAA Heating and Cooling, a family business helping families for over 60 years. AAAIAQ.com. It is on Twitter, at 1080TheFan. Just posted it. It is hot off the presses. And today we are asking you which... What are we asking you? I don't know. One second. Who would you rather have in their current form? Mm. Sean Payton and Russell Wilson, Pete Carroll and Geno Smith, Jonathan Gannon and Kyler Murray, or Kyle Shanahan and Trey Lance? Ooh, that's a good one. That's uh well, that's a little bit of a pickle right there. Yeah, I gave you some different options. There. That is, because you know, the one I would take is Kyler Murray, but I got, I got a defensive coordinator and a defensive coordinator that has kind of had some shade thrown off of him, or sh- some shade thrown on him, I should say. Why? Jonathan Gannon? Yeah. It just, you know, the 
his record against better offenses and then, you know, kind of, you know, what happened in the Super Bowl and it's only been a couple years and he's not an offensive guy and Murray's difficult to deal with. And so I, I think there's some people that certainly have some questions about that and Murray's coming off an injury. You know, those are all interesting because you got the, you know, a quarterback whisper in Shanahan and Peyton, but you got one guy who may be washed, another guy who you have no idea if he's going to be good at all. And you got Pete Carroll, who's just steady Eddie, one of the best coaches we've seen in college in the NFL. But you've got the definition of a retread in Geno Smith, who had a breakout year after 10 years of doing jack squat. I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I know where I'd go. I don't know where I'd go with that. I think I'm still going Peyton Wilson. Yeah. yeah. Just for the, the, the sake well, of. Well, I can't stand Russell Wilson, but at the same time, you know, I, I got to think he'll be better next year than he was this last year. Well, and there was some, once he got rid of Hackett, there were some signs of life yeah. at the end of the year. And I mean, I can't take Geno Smith. I mean, I like Geno. I like uh, yeah, what the job that they did, but I know. Pete's old and Geno's not that great. And Murray's, and Murray's a pain in the ass. I think I might lean Trey Lance and, and Shanahan. But then Lance, you know, that's. Uh, I know. I don't know about We him. haven't seen anything from him, but. But you got a hell of a head coach there. Yeah. But you also have a pretty good head coach in Sean Payton, right? That's why I think that is a really good coach. I think you could make a real argument for every single one of those. The 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 one that I, I would struggle with is is Gino. Like, is that really <laughs> Can that continue? Can, can that continue? Is that a thing? Uh, Especially when you when you got to pay him, and I'll I'll be very interested to see what they pay him. There's so many interesting quarterback situations right now, right? You got Daniel Jones supposedly, and again these are all sources. Supposedly Daniel Jones is asking for 45 million a year. It's not going to happen. You got Lamar Jackson who may or may not be asking for a Deshaun Watson fully guaranteed contract. Stephen A. Smith apparently is talking to Lamar's uh, you know people and and giving different information than what's being reported out there. Geno Smith. It says that he's he's going to get a payday somewhere. We're assuming it's going to be in Seattle. You got the 49er thing and what you're dealing with there. Russ, you know, and then you got Derek Carr. You got Aaron Rodgers. who just came out of the freaking dark in Ashland for four days. Look, there is some quarterback effing chaos going on right now in the NFL. The most important position in all the sports. Yeah. Vote, vote hard at 1080 The Fan. Let's get to this athletic story about uh, Russ Wilson. Yeah. We'll get to that next. In his, in his office. and <clears throat> Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like Some, they, something tells me Peyton uh, is not going to let that happen. Well, they did, a, they did a feature on what went wrong in Denver with Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett in The Athletic. And there's some interesting nuggets in there. Yeah. And we'll get to that uh, next. Here's Buck. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, Brady Henderson of uh, ESPN Seattle is going to join us in about 25 minutes. But uh, this athletic feature on Russell Wilson states that uh, Russell Wilson asked Jody Allen to fire both GM John Schneider and Coach Pete Carroll and hire Sean Payton. Yeah. This was weeks before he was then, well, traded. Yeah, they say in the piece that once that was relayed to the front office, the front office clearly was like, yeah, no. But we did, like, and I'll be interested to see what, what Brady Anderson says, you know, how much it's of this, Henderson. what did I say? Well, you said Brady Anderson. Oh, And I no. think he was the guy who hit 50 well, bombs. Yeah, that was the great sideburns. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's always had handsome his, man. Had his shirt off a lot. I don't know if Brady Henderson's handsome, but Brady. Well, you can find him on Twitter. You can see him right there. Let's Brady take a look. Henderson. Yeah, um, Brady's a handsome lad. Yeah, <clears throat> what he's heard about that because there was that you know that that sense out there that it was basically them or me. But I think this is the first time we've heard anyone come right out and say it in an article and was like, "Yes, he demanded that they be fired." And clearly, Seattle made the right decision by keeping Pete Carroll and John Schneider. Yeah, but at the time it was, you know, yeah. it's like, eh. well, there was this idea of, you know, Schneider hadn't necessarily hit uh, on draft picks the same way it had when they originally built this thing. The idea that maybe Pete was a bit archaic and that he was holding yeah. on to this notion of defense and run the ball. I mean, and, it wasn't that obvious. No, then. it was not. And, but and, now it is because of like, Denver just screwed it up. Like they, they hired the wrong guy, Nathaniel Hackett, and this whole piece features why it went wrong yeah. with Nathaniel Hackett. But, you know, now they're bringing in Sean Payton. Who and, he wanted originally. Yeah, and if, and if they have a bunch of success, then no. you, you know you could look at this differently in a year or two. Sure, but you, know? it, it, we, but we you probably... The, the bottom line is you probably had to move on from Russ after he says, fire the GM and coach because they're holding me back. <laughs> I mean, at that point, you kind of like, you know... Well, I, and that's why I, I kind of want to... You know, to ask Brady, like how dysfunctional this was, and how much did they know then, and were keeping it quiet versus what's come out now. But it's really the first time because I think he was what thirty-two ish when they decided to mm. to wave bye-bye. And we talk about this all the time. You don't move on from Pro Bowl, All Pro, Super Bowl winning quarterbacks in their in in the prime of their career. You don't do it. I mean, the closest thing we can kind of come to that is maybe Jay Cutler. And Jay Cutler had, had been, I think, to a Pro Bowl when Denver moved off of him. But this was a fairly unique thing for Seattle to say, "All right, great, we're going to move on. We'll take our draft compensation. Oh, and by the way, we're running with Geno Smith and Drew Locke." And by the way, yeah, we thought Drew Locke at the time, right? We're yeah. like, oh, he's way better than Geno Smith. <laughs> well, Put him in there. Here's Geno about to get paid. It's one of the more unique stories we've covered in the NFL in, in, in the better part of you know 15 years. By the and, way, and yet here we are. I can confirm Brady Henderson's pretty handsome. Yeah, handsome lad, young guy. So he'll be joining us at four. Suit so can hit on him. Why can't you hit on him? Well, I'm married. 
You're not. Well, that is true. He lives on a boat. What? Freddie does, yeah. Like Are you he, serious? Like a houseboat in Seattle, like downtown. Oh. Damn it. Dwight James used to live on a houseboat. I bet he slays. Did you know that? <laughs> I don't think he had a houseboat. I think he had a floating house. Oh. Well, that's what I call him. No. I think that's what this is. I don't see. There's a difference between floating a, home. There's a difference between a houseboat and a floating home. Well, I'm just a little Kansas boy. So when I, whenever I moved here and I saw those, yeah. I instantly just called them houseboats. Mm. You guys call them floating homes? Well, a houseboat is a boat that yeah. you can live on. But like if you go down here, you know, off of you know, Jansen Beach and all that, and that whole community yeah. down there, those are just homes right. that are they don't yeah, they're not boats. Yeah, because yeah, I don't think Brady can drive his his house. I then, think he just lives on the water. Then that would be a floating home. Cool. There you go. I want to ask him more about that. <laughs> I've always wondered like you had a dog or you know, what is the uh, does the dog you know what what do you mean? Like does the dog, the dog just like can you have or pets a big deal there? Like, like do you have to take it down the dock if it needs a walk? How does yeah. that work? Is it just well, dive yeah, into water gotta... and swim it around? And uh oh, is there is there a lot of waves? You know, when the the seas get rough, is it a little tumbly? I've got house uh, questions too on the water. So uh, let's see. The Broncos, just to surmise here, they gave Russell Wilson an office, his own office, on the second floor, and it was on the second floor where all the coaches' offices were. So they said players rarely went up there, but Russ had his own office up there. Kendall Hinton, a wide receiver, said that, and this is his quote, he said, he's got a whiteboard the sides of the wall, and it's just littered with motivational quotes and new play concepts. It was crazy to see his mind thrown out on the wall. Yeah, and some guys said it wasn't an issue, other you know, because they went on record. Other people said anonymously that they just thought it was weird. One coach anonymously said that he thought it caused problems because russ would tell everyone he has an open door policy and the coach is like well yeah you should have an open door policy it's called your yeah, locker you're the quarterback you're the quarterback it's <laughs> it's it's weird to say you have an open door policy you know come up to my office on the second floor where no player goes up like the second floor you don't go up there because if you go up there something bad has happened chances are you're getting cut anytime i went to the second floor of, of a facility it was handing me a trash bag and telling me to take a plane ticket home so I, I can see that that's a very weird thing for, for guys to say, oh, yeah, I've got an open-door policy. And it's like, are you a coach? Are you a player? And then to have your own staff around there. They also said it was weird because Jake Keeps is his quarterback coach, would be in meetings breaking down game plans. Former Kansas great. Former Can- and BYU, BYU great. BYU great. Yeah. yeah. And they just said that is just, that is just bizarre. Well, he held his own meetings. So yes. they said Russell Wilson... On Tuesday was their only off day, and Russell Wilson would hold his own meetings with players on the off days. And they said it got weird because he would be sitting in there basically reminiscing about his Seattle days, like yeah. showing them plays from you know things they ran in Seattle. And then Jake Heaps would start chiming in, and they're like, "Well, wait, dude, you're not even, you're just Russell Wilson's quarterback coach. You're not with the Broncos." Yes. And so that was weird. So it was all confusing. They had no identity. They had no continuity. There was a mixture of what Russell Wilson wanted to run in Seattle uh, and bring over from Seattle and then what Hackett wanted to run. Basically, they hired the exact wrong coach for Russell Wilson because they said one of the reasons Hackett was such a pushover with Wilson was when he first got to Green Bay and he developed a very good relationship with Aaron Rodgers as QB's coach there. He said there was a lot of friction, and this was public, some of this, between Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers. LaFleur would come in and sit down and say, here's what we're doing, and he would get pushback from Rodgers. And Hackett said he didn't want that to happen. So he just let Russ cook. So he just he, he just let Russ cook, gave him an office and everything. Hey, and how'd so, that work? Well, it was, yeah. And then you have inexperienced coaches on top of that. And he said, no, there's, they also in this article, there was a discrepancy. Remember that game against, I think it was Houston. 
where we all this like early in the season where we're all just killing Nathaniel Hackett for kicking like screwing the clock up and kicking like some yeah sixty yard field goal or yeah something, yeah at the end of the and game. lost the game yeah. There's some discrepancies. Some guys are saying, well, Nathaniel Hackett put way too much on Russell Wilson to tell the team beside the play in the huddle. He wanted to instruct them of all kinds of things, and Russell Wilson would run out of time. Because that's what it was. It was like delay of game penalties, Yeah, they right and left. Early in the season, they could not get a snap off to the point where the crowd would count down the play clock. Yeah. And we all sat there and was like, oh my God, here's an NFL team that can't get a playoff. And there's now some discrepancy of whose fault was that? Was it Hackett's or was it Wilson's for not being able yeah. to, I don't know, get a snap off? Well, some guys were saying it was Hackett yeah. who was feeding Wilson with a lot of stuff. He really wanted him to be like, tell him a ton yeah, of stuff in the in. huddle. And then other guys were like, well, yeah, Russell Wilson would get the call with like 30 seconds on the play clock. That's plenty of time. But he would have so much stuff to say (laughs) motivationally or plus the play. By the time we got down to zero or, you know, close to zero on the play clock, he was still talking. Yeah. I I want there to be like three seconds left on the clock and and Russ has to give one more. Hey, hey, let's ride. Oh, crap. Let's ride. Oh, crap. I got a snap. I just think. Honestly, the, the more and more stuff that comes out, because and, and Russ, by the way, comes out and categorically denies the story. He says that Pete Carroll is a father figure. Well, he to said him. he never wanted Schneider Carroll fired. Yeah, which he's denying that yeah, part of horse the story. crap. And he says that Pete's a, a father figure. Although, you know, we all saw the weird, yeah. awkward, you know, time when he came back to Seattle. There, it was icy. It was beyond icy with with Carroll. Yeah, not some of the other guys. Yeah, I just think that the more and more this goes on. I, I really do. And I, I was a Russ guy. I thought Russell Wilson was a lot better than he got credit for in Seattle. I really am starting to believe that the more and more stories, the more and more you hear people that are willing to talk. And it's funny. Once someone starts having like a <laughs> bit of a downslide, guys are a little more loose with the tongue, right? Because it doesn't feel like you're attack. It's hard to attack a Super Bowl champion, right? It's hard to attack a, an all-pro quarterback. And then you just sound like kind of like a whiny bitch. But I think when when cracks start to form, people are are willing to talk a little bit more. I really do think that there is and always was more BS around Russ and the 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 phony and kind of the the prepackaged brand and all that not being authentic. I, I just think there's a lot of truth to that. I think there's too much smoke for there not to be some serious fire there. And I think he's in a make it or break it year in Denver. This All right, year. we'll get more on that with Brady Henderson, ESPN Seattle. He'll join us in about 15 minutes. Uh, up next, uh, Aaron Rodgers has um, he's emerged. Emerged from the darkness. Yeah. And who knew he was here in Oregon the whole time? <laughs> you want to go down? It's very dark here. You want to go down? <laughs> on who? <laughs> well, To a darkness retreat. To a darkness retreat. It is down. Southern Oregon. Yeah, I Southern would Oregon. not. I don't think I would do that. You want to no. go down to Ashland? I like Ashland, but no, I don't want to do this. Go down for the Shakespeare Festival and then uh, don't see any of it because you're yeah. in a dark room. So we'll get to that next on The Fan. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... You deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Well, our listeners are now uh, imploring Russell Wilson to take a darkness retreat <laughs> so we don't have to listen to him. <laughs> By the way, can we play? Um, I revisited Mr. Unlimited today. Yeah, because we know the, the drop, Mr. Unlimited. Oh, my God. Yeah, you know, the Broncos orange. Let's ride. Listen Mr. to Unlimited. Okay, I've got the whole thing. It's like a minute. Yeah. Do you remember this? I do. This is worse than I remember. Yeah, the inception of Mr. Unlimited. Yeah. Yeah. So this is him just posting to, like, I don't know, Instagram or something. Hey, guys. uh, Russell here. Yes, the typical boring, yes, Russell, the robot Russell, the one you guys love to know. Real, real exciting. You know, I'm real exciting. Um, But anyways, uh, everybody has to have an alter ego, right? And and I've been thinking about what my alter ego would be, and I, I, I think I have an alter ego. His name, his name's Mr. 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 Unlimited. You, know, you gotta be unlimited. You know, you gotta have a thought process of being unlimited. So when people ask you, you know, what you're thinking about or what you wanna do in life or where you wanna go, you gotta be unlimited. Tell them, I'm unlimited. You know what I mean? So when they ask you certain questions like, Who brings you motivation, Russell? Mr. Unlimited. Unlimited. Who is your go-to person for advice, Russell? They think Pete Carroll. They think this person. Think that person. Love you, Pete. But it's Mister Unlimited. Tell him. Yeah, yeah. He's. I forgot how bad. That oh was. my god, that is his, so bad. His hero, who he listens to, is he? He's, does he have? He's, is he? From what I, I, I was. Does he? Is he? Mr. Unlimited. This is what I'm saying. The more and more that you talk to people that that knew Russ and went around him, that he is really sensitive, really insecure. He sounds mentally ill. And very much is trying to be something that he is not. Even in the... And the, I hate to say that. Yeah. Even in the, uh, the athletic article, <clears throat> did you see towards the end... The last two weeks of the year, when they kicked him out of his office, the Broncos like management came to him and was like, "Dude, like you, yeah. you, you can't keep doing after this. they fired Hackett, right?" Yeah, they're like, "You," and, and they said, "We got out of the office, they booted his staff, <clears throat> and they're like, look, just go, just go be the quarterback, right? Sit in the locker room.' Did you do you remember in the article what Russ did? The the other big change that he made besides just getting out of the office, and so he's had the worst year of his of his life. Oh. It's a disaster." And no, he, yeah. I didn't know I was going to be quizzed on the article, but you know what? I don't remember. He changed PA. Here is a uh, um, public relations. People. Oh, yeah. yeah like, switched it, out. His it's it's still like hired a new publicist. Yeah, with all of the crap going on, right? You're having the worst year of your life, and what you're concerned about is what firing your PR person and going to get a new one because why? You need to craft another horse crap image that isn't your own. I really think he, and, and it pains me because I. I I, I really thought that he was just kind of a, a cheesy but somewhat authentic, like a Tim Tebow type. Like, I find Tebow just as annoying as I do Russell Wilson, but I always gave Tebow some 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 slack because I think that's just Tim. I think Tim is very much that guy. He's got conviction about that. I really think that Russ is prepackaged baloney. 
and he's trying to sell himself as as something. I, I really do. And I just thought it was one of those little tidbits at the end of the athletic article where I was like, you're in crisis mode right now for your career, and your concern at the end of the year is, I should get a new PR person, and, and we'll come up with a new slogan and, and a new Mr. Unlimited and a new Let's Ride. He seems very much more concerned with how he's perceived than actually what he's doing. Well, that just the fact that nobody around him was like, maybe you shouldn't post that, yeah. Russ. Yeah. You know, like, Wow. Yeah, the self awareness aspect yeah. of it, where it's like it's not it, it's not just not like gelling with others or meshing with others <laughs> or the authenticity. It's like not knowing that that sounds mm. weird. And I and I've even heard people uh, up there that say that the the wife who look Ciara 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 Ciara. Yeah, it's it's spelled Ciara. I think some I think people it's say Ciara. Ciara. Is it Ciara? It's spelled C I A R A, but it's but I think they say Ciara. How about this? Phenomenal! That's an unbelievable poll. One of the one of the hottest in the game. Yeah, so that's true. No, He's no, not fa- her, man. No fault here. You got to give him credit for that. But he's got game. There are a lot of people again that have come out and said that she is one of the problems, and that because she, she's a celebrity. And when you're in the music industry and you're you're a, you're a, an entertainer, what is a big part of being an entertainer? Building your brand. Right, it's having the right PR person and putting out the right video and and all the cringy crap that he does from the you know hey Seattle in bed with with his his wife there and the let's ride stuff that just oozes. Don't forget about the danger. The danger. It just oozes douchey celebrity endorsement sort of. Yeah. You know, he's just trying too hard. He's trying too hard, and uh, and, and you she know, pushes him to do that. You hey, know, Seattle. Yeah, you got it. You have a celebrity wife whose whole career. Not that she's not a talented person, but look, she's not Beyonce. And a lot of it is how can you market yourself? How can you push yourself? And I think it's pretty easy to lose sight of what's important, which is I don't know actually being a good football player. And I don't know how long it's been since he's given it ass about what he does in the field as opposed to selling subway sandwiches and coming up with Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> Mr. Unlimited. God. <laughs> so freaking cringy. Okay, uh we got a break. Uh Brady Henderson's next. We'll talk about um Aaron Rodgers. So Aaron Rodgers is is uh he came out of his he's darkness. Out, he's out of the darkness. And he saw his shadow. <laughs> so he went back in. Uh, he was in Southern Oregon. Yeah. He was down there in Ashland, yeah. or outside of Ashland. Sky Cave Retreats, apparently. Oh, I'm sure they're getting a ton you of business. Heard of them? I have not. I'm not you in know, the market. You know they love that this got out. <coughs> oh, yeah. Before he they're was. The, they're the one that probably leaked it. Well, I would I would if I were them. Hell yeah. Wouldn't you? Cause the, yeah, because I guess the head cheese over there was the guy who confirmed to ESPN that Rogers was there. <laughs> I can't say, but I'll, uh, I'll say it. <laughs> but I'll tell you. It's yeah. Sky Cave Retreats uh, outside of Ashland, mm-hmm. Oregon. So we'll get to that later, but uh, up next, what what went on with Russ in Seattle? Did he want Pete Carroll fired? Brady Henderson of ESPN Seattle joins us when we return on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 